It's Nate on the mic. Uh, bringing in the next episode. What is this? 13? 40? I don't know. Another one. Whatever. Anyway, this episode is about a girl. Uh, who, you know, who tells me she loves me, which is insane. It's insane to me because I, I think I'm an asshole. Um, nevertheless, she is my girlfriend. And she's been a special part of my life for almost three years now. And we are full on doing this life together. Whilst... Whilst trying to be the most put-together individuals for each other. You know, being in a relationship is like always having a mirror in the same room as you. Sooner or later, you're going to get some view of yourself that you... It wasn't the one that you usually see. Which is a good thing. Because any opportunity to see yourself from the outside is is a good thing. Uh, And if your partner loves you, then... uh, They'll fucking help you be a better person. And uh, look, I didn't know any of this until... Oh, I didn't even know that maybe trying to be a better person was a thing uh, until someone came along and, and cared about me enough to show me that uh, being good is important. So uh, I consider myself very lucky to, to have met this girl and everything that's happened after that has just been both a blessing uh, and a spectrum of, of truly incredible lessons and uh, we've traveled the globe together we've traveled through fucking cosmic dimensions together we've we've been we've been there for each other when it's been really shit uh, which has made the good times so much better and uh, here to continue the conversation we've always been having is the bridge you and I've tried and uh, I always just say she is Bridget so Bridget you are the person who has been with me through probably the widest spectrum of phenomenon one of those phenomenon being love oh. uh, I've been very fortunate to walk the path of love with you oh my god which has it. been educational but mostly it's been one of light I don't know how or why we are able to keep putting up with each other, but uh, we keep showing up harder than the day before. Uh, I think we are pretty cool, Bridge. Wow, you make this sound like a sport, like showing up harder than the day before. Well, it's, uh, would you not say it's, we have? Yeah, I guess so. And momentum, right? Yeah. Momentum's key. Uh, I'm pr- look, I'm proud. Uh, I, it, this has definitely been one of the things that I've clung to in some darker moments of my life beyond love what we've done is pretty amazing and i'm i could talk to you about anything so thank you for being a safe spot for me thank you for trusting me as your safe spot and soon your emergency contact you, well i don't know it's always been my dad who's your who is your actual emergency contact um you are my emergency contact are you serious yeah on some things i don't know medical stuff i'm usually with you when you're in an emergency like yeah, but on you're your who i would call birthday. huh you're who i would call like, if that, happened, if that happened to me and you weren't there, I'd probably call you first. You want to tell that story? What happened when you were on your birthday? Uh, took some LSD. <laughs> you want to go that far? Yeah, it was a really great day. We went out to a national park and there were some signs along the way. I can't, I can't to... believe we didn't read the actual signs, to be honest with you. It was just like showing that if there were waves, showing pictures actually of the kind of waves that you would see to avoid but we didn't pay attention to that and as we were walking some people were like you don't go there basically and we were like no it'd be fine i'm seasoned <laughs> and we got there and it was just like we're also oh no i think when we got there it was probably when it peaked truthfully yeah because we were on like some rock for a bit and then i was like oh my god i'm gonna go out and sit on this little area it's like it's so whimsical i feel like a mermaid and then <laughs> as soon as i said i feel like a mermaid this huge ass wave <laughs> comes and just like knocks me out, drags me across the rocks. I'm in shock. Like, I could have died if my head was one centimeter closer to a rock. Yeah. And I'm covered in blood. Meanwhile, there's like some naked girls' photo shoot happening around the corner, and they don't even notice that I'm just like bleeding. No, no. I want to say that they, they noticed, but they made a real willful uh, in, an intentional point of just like making it not their problem. I don't know. They could have 
cared, tried to help. Anyway, it was obviously our problem. And I want to say the same thing. <laughs> the same wave hit me. Same fucking wave hit me. And I was on rocks as well, and I just managed to get away completely unscathed. I don't know how, but I also got up from my perspective. I got up, and I obviously also being on LSD. And I reckon that's what probably withheld the pain. No, you were in a lot of. Oh, I was in so much shock. I couldn't feel the pain because I still had to walk all the way back. And I like. Cliffs. I didn't, like, I I completely forgot what happened between the moments of saying, I feel like a mermaid, and the next minute, (laughs) I'm just, like, covered in blood and in shock. And then the trip just, like, wore off immediately because I was in such a panic state. And I didn't know if I'd be able to even walk out, but I did. I want to say, I want to say the trip did, not the trip wore off. I want to say. Because LSD is incredible, and and I want to say it, maybe it just fine tuned the experience you were meant to have for the rest of you getting out of. Because it was like a, probably about forty five minutes of a hike back, and you just needed to focus, right? Yeah. Like you just needed to focus on like getting back, and I think it maybe helped you do that. For me though, I I was fine, and like I was still looking at clouds, which are doing some amazing shit, and uh, and just trying to be supportive. Yeah, it's interesting having a near-death experience on your birthday while on LSD. Yeah. And that's about it. And then um, I had to pay for my own healthcare, so... That's right. On on the day that your healthcare ticked over, shit. Yeah. So, I don't remember how we got to that. (laughs) I'm just talking about, like, the the range of shit we've gone through. And on the topic of LSD, like, I want to talk more about... One thing we did recently. It's been a week. It was a week today. Cambo, uh... Another thing, a quote you said the other day, which stuck with me, I, I did write a bit of it down, well, before I could remember, um, it was like the antidote to bad speeches. Oh, yeah. That? Do you remember that one? Yeah, I can read that. If you can find it, because like, it got me thinking, like, you know, I, we, we did Cambo a week ago, like, I, you guys probably don't know what Cambo is, we'll explain it in the, in the meantime, but it's, well, you, you've probably got the best understanding of, in terms of, you've done it more times than me, like. Give us a 25 words or less version of it. Um, I don't think I can start with that or <laughs> make it 25 words, but um, I had that. I've got this quote. Yeah, um, start with that. So it was just something I heard on a podcast. It was the antidote, antidote to bad speech is not censorship. The antidote to speech is more speech, like good speech, yeah. um, and debunking what people say and ideas that you're afraid of. Don't shut down an idea you don't agree with, but expose a better idea in contrast. Beautiful. I love, I fucking love that. It really hit me. I. I might have to take that from today. But like, and it goes back to where our friend Michael, who I've done a podcast with before, he's got this idea of normalizing things. Uh, shout out to Michael. Fucking, oh man, I love that guy. Um, normalizing this shit. I want to normalize things like uh, Cambos, like the like, experiences. And I think, you know, I think we are good ambassadors. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far yet. Let's Why just not? like... Uh, what? Let's just wait. Like, we're still pretty young. So you want to do more? Well, yeah, but Heck we got to, like... That's why I love you. <laughs> wait, no. We haven't turned out, the like, completely the way that we're going to turn out as fully formed adults. So this could really go either way at the moment. Bridget, I, I want It's probably going to be good, but it still, could still go either way. I think we're... I think we're on top of this. Thank you. We're a lot less fucked up than we seem. Well, I've seemed pretty fucked up. I think you have too, no? Yeah, I've seen pretty fucked up. Anyway, I want to say I'm, I want to say I'm still in the the upward rise of my conscious uh, intoxicant exploration. Well, it's not really a, an intoxicant. No, sorry. Yeah, bad word. Mind state. I could say just like mind expa- expi- my, mind expanding, like through t- so using certain tools. Tools, definitely tools. But anyway... Cambo. Cambo is... Um, normalize it, Bridget. So I don't think that's going to normalize it. Because um, it's going to sound pretty fucked up. Yeah, so, fucking abs- That's right. I've tried. It does sound pretty fucked up. Yeah. And here's why. <laughs> um, so it started in the Amazon. No shit. And basically... They actually found out. I think ayahuasca told them, told the tribe What's how to find this. Ayahuasca is just like that, that thing that you drink in the jungle. That just it's it's like just just look it up. It's we'll a get thing. There. No, we'll get there. I we'll just talk, can't even explain we'll, that. We'll, we'll right normalize now. that as well. 
Um, yeah, so they pick, they like scrape the venom off the back of a frog. It doesn't kill the frog. It's not a psychedelic. And then what the process is, is, um, burning like a certain amount of holes, small ones, just to open the gate to get to the lymphatic system. So you're not actually bleeding, but you are burnt and you can get as many or as little as you need or build up over time and in different spots, it affects different things. Um, and they put the these little balls of the frog venom onto the um, newly burned gateways um, and they leave it there and then you just experience a series of feeling inside of you. Um, like, it's got these nine peptides that can't really be found anywhere else. Um, one of them being 400 times stronger than morphine um, and that's why people use it for pain relief. Other ones... It does that, like, thing to your brain that happens when you naturally get a high. Um, yeah, so all of that goes into you, and you're... You, it feels, like, giggly at first. You're like, ha, ha, ha. And then your blood pressure basically rises, and then it just drops. Um, and then it's like you're poisoning your body, but you're not going to die. Um, and you purge a bit. You might shit yourself. Depends how the day goes. Um, and it lasts about five minutes, and it's not really fun. It's difficult. You have to breathe. Um, it's really common to pass out. I didn't pass out this third time, but the first two times I passed out. Um, and yeah, you just feel really great after. You feel like unblocked. They use it to clear bad energy. And what was the word? Panema. Panema. Great. This one word has like opened up a whole new understanding for me like just that whole idea of bad like a shadow over your internal system something that like is draining you is uh like a, a, a like a sheath of fatigue and it and you feel like you have bad luck you you're uh, attracting bad luck and there's a word for it panema yeah this gets just, this um, this rid this is sheds it it's just that negative cloud that you can feel and I kind of find that afterwards, like, everything's clearer, I'm more aware of my body, I wake up with the sun, um, if I'm not going to bed really late the night before, um, I'm just conscious of everything, and I just, I feel more confident, I feel like I can flow a little bit easier than before, and you're meant to get it three times in a moon cycle to have the full immunization, also since the first time I did it, I never got sick, um, as in... <clears throat> flu flu symptoms or yeah I didn't get any of those uh, and I didn't get a flu shot and originally my podiatrist recommended me because I had bad plantar fasciitis from running in Nike free runs yeah like she required not required she told me to do it um, to help my pain treatment she came along with me and that was cool that a doctor basically are they doctors podiatrists they're foot doctors look I, I don't I don't want to step on anyone's toes. If they're a, if they're skilled in something, in I don't know maybe maybe. Yeah, and I've just been doing it since then. I've done it three times in the past year. I think I'm I think I'm ready to go a little bit deeper now in a shorter amount of time to maybe get that full immunization. So we'll see. So that's the three in the moon, in moon, the cycle. moon cycle. But I just like I'll count it from like the date I first did it. I want to do that one where you do it naked on a beach and you just shit at the beach and then you go stand yeah, you up. You don't and walk necessarily in the water. shit, man. But yeah, well, I don't know. You have to ask him. <laughs> a practitioner. I, I, I think he actually did that by accident. It wasn't a thing. I think he was just there with a guy and he offered it at the beach and the guy just got like shat himself and then <laughs> got naked. Well, he was already naked, but I don't know. I just don't like sand and open wounds coming together. Fair enough. No, no, no. Oh, sand, yeah, but, but ocean, but salt water is good for That would wind. sting like a motherfucker going yeah, into the well, water. Mine just started coming off today. Mine actually did something really weird today. Oh, oh! One's come off, the middle one. Oh, yeah. I just hope that these bouts of camber will just Renew undo all of the abuse I've done to my body. It's not, but it's not abuse if you detach the, the guilt from it. <coughs> no? <coughs> I don't know. Technically, it's still abuse. Yeah, it's just yeah, you being ignorant. But of yeah, it. like you got to put things into kind of like into perspective as well. Like the first tw twenty years of your life, were you 
abuse when you say you want abusing your body. Oh, I'm sure there was a good five years in there. Maybe five years in there. Some something or rather. Okay. What, what, what would you say? say a sum of, a sum of, what, what, I want to go there. What would you say are some of the, the, the best, best lies that parents ever gave you? And like that you and how did you find out the truth? And how did you translate it? Um, I'm gonna have to think about that. It's hard to put me on the spot because I actually don't remember. What about you? I, I don't know. I heard. This is like a pre-question to think about. To take a novel approach to it, I heard a joke the other day. Like, you go through the the, the reins of, like, believing in Santa Claus and then (laughs) not believing in Santa Claus and then one day you are Santa Claus. Um, what? Because you're doing it for your kids. You are. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Okay, well, when you say that, you don't just say that you are Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, sorry. But, like, that's, like, the, the three levels of... That's how Santa Claus hits you at three stages in your life. Once, One day, like, you're believing in him, and then you find out the truth. Like, I found out the truth just in primary school. Like, kids came up to me and said, that shit ain't real, it's what your dad. Counts? And I was like, no, and I was like, no, man, like, no. I wouldn't say it was just your dad. I mean, it was many yeah, men. Yeah, it was mum and dad. I wonder when Santa Claus is going to become a woman. Like, it's bound to happen oh, in this time God. now. Oh, and, she, and then she's it's they're not gonna be she's not gonna be an elf that's gonna happen I feel like that's the only thing people haven't picked up on Santa Claus is a woman because they've made it about everything else God I saw a movie trailer the other day and like I'm not saying it's good or bad it'd probably be really good it's was called... it the movie about my my ex-boyfriend spy or some shit the what? spy who dumped me oh. that was a weird thing to say what's on that about? It's literally an action movie with two female leads, which is fine, but, like, the plot's a bit how's it going, because it's, they become spies or about, I think they're trying to take out, down the spy who dumped one of them, and it's just, like, that kind of, and it's, like, it's so unnecessary. Well, okay, well, this one was, uh, this was called The Widow, and it was about this, like, these four, well, I don't know, these guys, and they went, like, it was like, uh, these four <laughs> commandos or whatever, and they all died. And their one of their wives finds like the mission plans for their last mission, no. and gets like the other wives, and was like, "We're gonna finish this mission." It's got fucking Michelle Rodriguez in it. Oh, that's alright, but she's like, <laughs> she's becoming big though. I think it actually will be a really good, but it's just like, well, fuck, they've just like flipped, it, like all good. But you know what? And then there's Disenchantment, which I'm, but I'm actually excited to watch that, and like. You were saying the other day, and you said that in the context of your, your niece, and I guess my niece as well, like, now is a time when, like, you're seeing heaps of female leads, and... Yeah, and just and, cartoons, but, like... Which is great, like, that's great. Like, <laughs> when it's... I was growing up, the female leads were just, like, getting poisoned by apples, and, like, being asleep, and guys would kiss them, and then we have to grow up and realize that's like, hey, someone can't kiss me in my sleep, but now the female leads, like, my niece loves Frozen, um... And how about just the minions where the leads are just, like, asexual completely? Like, the minions are all sorts of things. What do you mean? Like, they're not... I don't think the minions are really gender assigned. I think they're just things. You think they're, they're things? I think they're just things. But okay. now there's, like, Frozen and uh, like Moana and all this shit. And, like, my niece is saying... Kid Possible was the OG. I think there were actually a lot um, in our time that were very under the radar. Mm. But now they're, they're really out in the spot, which is great. Yeah. Because what it does is it champions, uh, I don't know what it's like to be a a female, but I'm sure you have a fiery spirit. Oh, you just like talk, yeah. Maybe we can talk about it because in every one of your podcasts that you've had before that I've listened to, you're just like, and and then here's the thing about men and women. Well, let me tell you something, right? This is, this is, this is my, my breakdown. And it's a bit J, bit JBP, bit Jordan B. Peterson, but it's true. People don't just like know what JBP is. Like, don't, don't worry about that. You sound like such a huge like nerd. Why do you say that? No, I don't give a fuck. I'm okay. a bit of a nerd. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, who cares? I like information. Like, <laughs> is that a bad thing? Liking information? No. <laughs> but like, men and women, right? It's like yin yang. Okay, the, you know those meditation the meditation balls. They're right there. I was meditating before. Seriously, pick one up. Pick one up. I don't really want to like. Just bear with me. I don't feel like having balls in my hand right now. Uh, later. I wasn't ready for that. Later. Yeah, all right, man. Okay. Whatever. But look, no, look at the picture. Yeah, I know. I've okay. seen these a hundred times. So, 
duality, right? Junanti. One of the mountains at Machu Picchu was called Junanti. Was it really? Yes. Which and mountain? I don't know, one of them. At Machu Picchu or on the way to Machu yes. Picchu? No, at. And it du du meant duality. Why don't I remember that? Because I asked questions. Oh, but we, didn't have, we only had a guide for five minutes. I think someone just told you that. Excuse me, I wrote it down in my notebook. <laughs> duality. And within the spirit or the system that works, whatever, there is uh, chaos and order. Now, that's what's represented in yin-yang. Black being chaos, white being order, but within chaos, there must be a little bit of order for the system to work because too much order, nothing like that's when things start to crum crumble as well. Just like when there's too much chaos, there needs to be a little bit of order in chaos for the system to work. Now, Jordan Peterson goes a bit further and he suggests that the female is chaos and the male or masculine is order and for the for them to operate they need to like touch on for them for their whole system to operate i need to touch on the chaos in me which is my feminine part and you like you you have remained always the only the only girl i've, I've really ever let into <coughs> my head fucking hell and like you've you've been like this onset of uh, chaos is the bad word but it's like it's like you're emo like you bring emotion and like it really is on the other side of my brain like and I had to be taken there to like even un to even know it was a thing right so for you to understand Bridge like the male brain it's just not like yours yeah I, and I, mar I marvel yours I think I, I can't imagine what the fuck's going on in your brain, but based on some of the things that you say and how you connect some things, like truly there must be really beautiful parts of your brain communicating for you to say and think some of the things that you do. And I definitely can't think like that. And I just think that's because like I've got the, the, the order mind. Yeah, like in contrast... You know how to pay taxes. <laughs> I don't though. Fuck. Okay. I gotta do something. But you like you know how to parallel. Part. You know how to park and shit. That's just something I never. But that's how we. But like you, what you said, you, what were you talking about in my other podcast? What I always talk about, like the male shit. No, but but that's because I'm. I get so much of, like this in my life that, I need to go and understand and apply it. Yeah, honestly, like I I, 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 I value this so much. I value this insight into. The female Where, where else are you going to be able to hear I, from I, the other I wouldn't. Camp? I wouldn't. I but wouldn't, Bridget. That's why I value it. That's why I love it. That's I why am, I love you. I am like, hey. I'm quite proud of you. Hey. Um, I am quite proud of you because like in terms of all of the stuff that's going on, like you're not 100% quite there yet on the understanding scale, but you have it pretty together and you're, um, you're being the contribution towards what I think is better equality instead of destroying it just because like you know how to um understand when i explain like shit that's going on yes yeah and you're not just like saying nah fuck that because you don't really understand well, it the truth is bridget i didn't really see it um before i had a reason to care yeah now I have a beautiful girl in my life and the thought of, uh, I guess I heard someone else say, and I guess, I guess a lot of fathers of girls would probably know, like, and maybe that's when it hits some of these guys, but you just got to think, like, think of it as your mother or your auntie or just simply like, like your love or the, the, yeah, but people the don't really think that takes like experience to think like that, you know? That doesn't just happen to anyone. No, and that's what, uh, that's definitely where I was. Like, there was no way it would be known because in the on my camp, I'm just trying to push forward, and the, I don't know. But you gotta understand, like, you know who gets in our way? You know who gets in the way of a man? Who gets in the way of men? Other men. Really? Yes, that's who we compete against, primarily. 
like we have a ladder to climb, a ladder of like we have like perceived success. So we we also fight against men. So it's it's weird. It's a weird world, Bridget. I love wow when you're like trying to climb the ladder of success. I'm just like figuring out what diets work to keep me like fuckable in a couple <laughs> of years because my eggs are slowly dying. And that's becoming a concern. Really? A little bit. Like, I'm 25, which is fine. You just got all that checked and you were healthy as fuck. Nah, I'm healthy as fuck, but, like, it's just, it plays on my mind that women used to be considered in their prime when they were, like, 15 and 16 and and having babies then. And, like, there's also this, the evidence that, like, shows that, like... I was going to say, after this, tell them what happened to you today. Um, oh, okay. With that girl. Um... Yeah, so, like, if I was in my prime when I was 16, and I was, like, a kind of, like, a fat fuck when I was 16, I was pretty chubby, um, I could have done a better job, but I guess I just wasn't there yet, um, so if I was in my prime then, but, like, now I'm, like, noticeably healthier and, like, mentally more stable, I don't know, like, my, I wonder if I can just stop my eggs from dying, you know, because I, like, I don't want kids now, but, like, biology doesn't wait for you and that's kind yeah. of the problem interesting but then there's science which well science is on your side <clears throat> yeah which is cool but um and I, I believe I'm of the view that I have super sperm which will, right, will, will penetrate the deepest and the deepest of crevices to make life okay. um so tell me about, tell me about that girl so, today, um, I just, through circumstance, ended up in a conversation with <clears throat> a 22-year-old, very Australian shy girl, um, and she was married, and as soon as I, like, mentioned, because the other person in the conversation was like, what are you doing tonight? And I'm just like, oh, I'm probably going to see my boyfriend. And this girl was like, you have a boyfriend? How long have you been together? And I was like, oh, like three years, um, ish. Yeah, oh, she's you like, said it like that. Oh, three no, years. No, but I like, I was thinking, no, I was like, oh, three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, wedding bells. And I was like, what? Fuck this bitch. Um, and not yeah, to say that you're not. she was just saying that like she's. It was so funny. The first thing she said about married life was, oh my god, you have so much sex. And I'm like, okay, well. I I got that and I didn't have to have the awkward (laughs) ceremony with my parents inducting me into sexual activity of their knowledge. Like, it's it's so crazy. Oh my god, that's insane when you put it like that. Yeah, like, it's crazy um, when people get married. It's like, it's such an invasive question to be like, oh, you're trying, are you trying for a baby? Are you trying? It's like, you don't need to know if, like, we're fucking or not. You don't, don't ask if we're fucking. Like, it's just a weird question that I'm sure, like, people when you're getting older like say oh, it all the time it's gonna be a real weird stage Rich. and it's also like some people don't want to have kids and like people who have kids or wanted them don't understand people that don't have kids and they're like oh you'll yeah like you'll be fine someday and they're just like i don't really like i've i've realized now like through my family i know some couples that haven't had any kids and like i'm like, they look great, and they're, like, living all this fun stuff. Maybe they just didn't want any, and that's completely fine. Absolutely, it's a choice. But I'm sure, like, but what if, like, someone it doesn't have, but it's because of a medical reason, and when you're asking, it's just, like, awkward because you don't know the circumstance. I think we're going to be... I think now uh, people are becoming more independent, and maybe part of that is a willful choice not to... Not to have a lifestyle that has them as a parent. <clears throat> well, the average age has risen. Um, it's doubled. So the average age a woman has a baby now is forty. Average. I read that. I read that statistic. Yeah, like the average. That's because that age has become the what, av- fir- their first child. Yeah, that age has become the average. No, seriously. Average. Yeah, it has become the average. You can look that up on Google. Some links I send you if you want <laughs> to. Like, but yeah, that's true. It has, and sorry, no, it wasn't. It wasn't having kids. It was getting married. I fucked that one up. The average age women now. What's a massive difference? My bad. The average age women now are getting married is forty. But yeah, she was like so young, and um, she like, she was like, I prayed for God to send me a guy that doesn't 
want to travel and then he just arrived and on our first date I told him I'm gonna so she was 20 years old she was like to this some poor bloke who must be like really like desperate or how sad how old do you think did you find out how old he was no nah, it's probably fucking 40 um I just had a mind blank yeah and she was like on our first date um on our first date, we're going to get married in two years and have babies in three years. And I showed him the ring I wanted. I'm like, oh, that's fucking crazy. Like, if I ever pulled that shit, I would have been single they for said way on, longer. She, sorry. Yeah, she said on their first that date. On, that, dis, those discussions happened on their first date. Yeah, she said that that's what she said to him. And the other girl was like, oh, you, you independent woman. And I'm like, no, that's crazy. That's fucking She's like, you tell him what you insane. want. But I mean, like, I guess, kind of. What but do you mean? What do you mean? Um, I don't know, like, at least, all I'm going to say is at least she was honest and knew what she wanted. I'm not saying that what she wanted was my ideal situation, but at least she had the courage to say that. Because maybe sometimes now when people go on dates, they don't actually say it like, just saying I want to have kids doesn't mean I want to have kids with you. And like, when a guy hears that meeting you so quickly, they just like freak out. But like... You are being honest, but if it is something that you really want, and if that's the case, then it's good, and if you repel most people, like, I don't know if that was, like, her first boyfriend, or she had to say that to, like, 20 guys, mm. you know? I think it's lovely if someone wants kids. I think it's lovely. Why, why wouldn't, why wouldn't... Yeah, but, like, if a guy was just, just didn't want that with... They like were like, oh, she's taking it too fast or some shit. But like on a first date circumstance, like yeah, it's fair enough. It's like you know, let's see where this goes first before like revealing in- information that is that may not yet be relevant. I don't even think that should make <clears throat> a table of first date conversation. Conversation or any kinds of plans past the next week. Yeah, I guess, but it's also like good to say that at least it's just like yes i agree with that though it's like a fucking questionnaire you should come prepared with so so what was your major gripe i wouldn't say gripe but what was what was the major observation from this oh she was just so young and like i've never heard anyone before say they hated travel and they prayed and they got they didn't want that guy to travel and she's just gonna stay in that area the whole of her life and um like, I could have said so many things that would have shattered her reality. Yeah. I didn't, though, but I wanted to. Well, it seemed like, like truly, it seemed like she was uh, willing to offend your reality with... Like, when she asked some I don't of think pro- so. What do I, you mean? I think she's so much in the community that only does that. She, she assumes everyone does that. But that's that. what I'm saying. She's, she, she will so happily thrust her personality upon you... But you just said you withheld... Like, if you can crumble people with who you are... It wasn't the time to do that, though. Oh, when, no, I think you should always should do When there's shit. someone in the middle that you actually want to have a good friendship with, you, oh, don't, you don't go and fuck their friends over when... I would I have said that if it was just, like, a random conversation, but I didn't want to appear rude in front of the person I actually... It was out of respect for them. Fickle. They don't need to know that I'm, like, a complete cunt sometimes. Yeah. So I don't think everyone can like. Well, in my experiences, like, I, I, f- I know full well that my, my cunt, my cunt, like the cunt in me, it's great. Like I can, I, 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 I will happily go there. But now I want to like intentionally use it. I don't want to be. No one likes a dick, but there are times in life where you got to be a dick, and I would just rather have it in the reserve. Have it exercised. Have it in the holster. You gotta pick your battles. Yeah, I guess so I'm learning to pick my battles. So yeah, you did Cambo too. How was your first experience? <laughs> oh, you wanna bring around the again? Yeah, because like you also did it. I kind of made you do it because like don't say that. Just every like I couldn't have actually made you do it, but it was just something that I I everything you were complaining about. I was just like I just went through what this. Was I complaining about? Your, like, body pains and your cloudiness and shit. Um, And I was just like, I just did something that, like, 
could really be good for you, especially in the physical aspect, because a lot of athletes do cambo as well, which I find really interesting. A lot of people in like the fitness community. What? What are you laughing at? It's just so weird that like a huge part of really, I'm not saying that all people in fitness do it, but really successful ones have come out and said that they do cambo. And that's just, you know, I mean, it's had a, it's already had an effect on this one huge community, kind mm. of. Well, it's been a week. Uh, and again, like, in terms of, I can't really, it's hard to put words to this kind of stuff, these these experiences. And it's the same with ayahuasca. Like, you can't really, it's been, it's been over like a year and a half for me now, and uh, I still struggle to find the words for it. But in terms of this, it's, uh, I definitely find I'm a lot straighter in my intentions. And there's, in every, each moment, the right circumstance, the right choice presents itself and all the other ones seem really fucking stupid compared to it uh and it seems like the next the most intelligent thing to do is to just pick the right option and ever since i've done cambo uh i've just been able to do that go through that process very easily just yeah right action right action right action I mean, wake it, up it, right action it does meditate, do a lot of meditate does a lot of things to you physiologically. I mean, the reason that they did it is for hunting. And the way, it, like, um, they, they did it right before they hunted because it, like, increases a lot of your senses, such as night vision, accuracy with, like, Definitely striking. Got night vision that night. Yeah, Definitely like... Definitely got night vision that night. Not to say... I wouldn't say, like, night vision. No, no, no. Things were brighter. Bridget, <laughs> I walked out of, out of my driveway and the world was electric blue. I kind of saw that blue as well. I wouldn't say electric blue. Like that's a, it's a weird. That's like lighter than this. Thing. I almost want to go test testing it. I just want to be walking around at night, like a fucking weird hunter mm. man. But also like, like yes, I did it for pain. I had just general low, just generalized fatigue around my body, and I had a rib injury that I was trying to try. I, I had re rehabilitated as much as I could, but I kind of wanted to top it off with something that I. That's, what, that's why I did it. I wanted to just top it off. I almost wanted to just seal that wound away. Uh, and my God, it fucking did. Yeah. I mean, I went straight, I've gone straight back in jiu-jitsu and you said it heightens hunting and predatorial abilities. I'm not saying I'm better because that would be uh, said in ego. And I, I, I try to, I, it's the one thing in my life I'm trying to just tell myself I'm shit at every day. So I, uh, I keep getting better at it. But like if I, had to, if I every now and then I'm allowed to give myself these moments, if I had to compare myself to three months ago... I think that's called self-esteem then. At least you have it. Self-esteem? Yeah, like you, you're like crowding yourself on something. That's a good thing that a lot of people don't know how to do. Like just tell themselves, hey, good job. You know? Well, look, compared to three months ago, and pretty much that was the last time I was, I was taking it seriously because I was off for about two months with this injury. And I've gone back heavily after, I've gone heavily this week, which is the week after Cambo. And it's like, I'm just seeing things, uh, like again, that right action. I, like I'm, I'm just seeing what to do. I've, I haven't quite gotten in the dumb traps that I usually fall for. And I also, uh, you know, in a role, maybe I would, I would get submitted maybe eight or nine times yeah in five minutes or six minutes oh uh, yeah okay. whereas now it's maybe three or two or maybe even probably one, gonna get your next belt soon none i oh, know i don't i don't that's whatever that is yeah, you probably you're, you're due for it no i'm not okay probably probably like it's got to be probably another like six months probably seriously i don't i bet you can decrease that time well there's comp in two three weeks no in like three weeks i'm definitely doing it Anyway, um, maybe I should do some camera before it. Try it. I'm just saying, fucking try it, man. I mean, it's really weird explaining it to people that have never done it. Like, I think my sister just saw my post on Instagram because my, my things fell off and it's not that noticeable. She's like, what are these holes in your back? <laughs> She's like, there's no scientific evidence for that. And it's like, you've got no idea. Like, there's so much um, new information. Emerging. It's emerging. Yeah, it's... and. Look, even if there was none, I have seen people with um, depression 
do it. I've seen people with, um, what did she have? Like a neurological disease? Oh, uh, his wife? Yeah. Uh, I believe it was, uh, it was just chronic pain all yeah. over her whole body. She had like a spinal, um... And it was, a, sorry, it was a ner- it was like a nervous... Yeah, it was with her nerves. Nervous like she described it as like sometimes her nerves would be tapping and she'd feel like she was a ha- there was a hair on her and she'd have to go shower just to make sure. And she had like a spinal... Um, sorry, if I can just interrupt. Her, her nerves would misfire and they'd basically tell her that they they tell her she was feeling something that like wasn't pain. there, and and it like would come it would in pain, pain or discomfort, and as Bridget was saying, like almost like a hair was sitting on her body, but there obviously <laughs> wasn't anything there, so she'd, she'd have, have to go, to go into the shower, shower just so, so she, she could tell her mind, mind there's no way that this uh, hair was on her body. Anyway, that's the condition that she had, fucked up condition. Wouldn't want that. You wouldn't wish that upon anyone. But she would like go to her. Um, like, what's the um, person who does that stuff? A neurologist. She'd go to a neurologist and she'd explain that, like, despite all the pain that she's been feeling, doing something like Cambo has significantly reduced the pain. And she was like, is it okay that I'm doing this? And he actually just said... Completely supportive. Like, if it's something that's not harming you and making it better and treating your pain, um, that's why, like, it, it also throws people off because it's, like, um, it's like a weird, like, crazy... St- thing to do but all you're doing is kind of changing the um chemical reaction in your body and yeah. and that's that's it and it's just like kind of unorthodox and a weird thing that any like normal human being living in suburbia would do to themselves yeah. i want to say it's you're you're almost activating pathways of your body that are already there um and, and also giving some a deep purge that maybe otherwise wouldn't get it. it would Like the lymphatic system, like this is the thing that literally articulates with your whole, every organ in your whole body. And this is where like lactic acid goes and it builds up. Lactic acid is like the thing that makes you feel tired, like physically tired. And that is where it gets drained to and, and that system never gets drained that's what Tony it Robbins jumps it. on that's trampoline. why he jumps up and down on the trampoline yes because it's supposed to like at least help distribute that so it doesn't pull itself yeah, in the bottom yeah fair enough I guess but, that would work but this shit like sucks it the fuck out of and your and when body. you like when you purge it's also like ama- they make you drink <clears throat> um, like at least two and a half litres of water right before doing it so it's easy to purge like um, in the Amazon, they don't give you water. Some some of the ceremonies. Imagine just dry heaving. Imagine shit. just dry heaving. Oh. I don't know. I think I, at the same time, I think I'd rather dry heave than have to vomit because the vomiting part's very uncomfortable. Well, for I me. vomited so hard that I burst a blood vessel. Uh, <laughs> that yeah, we still had to check if that was like an all right thing to happen because I saw like you just start throwing up blood and I looked at him and he's like, "It's okay." But yeah, you've seen me. We've seen each other. Sloshed. We've seen each other. Like we we have put our bodies through some. So I was talking about the phenomena we've we've seen we've been through. Like I would say the best thing I've ever seen your body do. What? Here we go. Do you know? I don't know. What I would okay. Is it the you vomit prob- off the? No, uh, you probably wouldn't. Yeah. That's like number two. <laughs> the best thing I've ever seen your body do I'll is second, yeah. laugh so hard during what, like watching Doug Stanhope oh, and shitting yourself. You laugh so like you sh- you laugh so hard you shat, and that was one of the funniest <laughs> moments of my life. By the way, I don't trust anyone who hasn't shat their pants at least twice. At least twice. No, once is even once. Once is an accident. Like you need twice. You need. Yeah, so what? It was fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, and the second is when you, after doing ayahuasca, you didn't purge the whole thing. Yeah. And then right at the end, we're just like, it, he thinks it's over and we're walking back to our room. And then just like leans over the um, balcony and just projectile vomits like Everyone a cartoon. Well, that's what, look, on the purging, like, and on ayahuasca, for those who, who don't know it's a plant medicine. We both did it in the Amazon. Bridget's done it a few times. That's where Sydney. I met my podiatrist. The one that recommended Cambo. Yeah. Right. And like, this was probably the my first, this is my introduction to the concept of purging. And I'd be, I, I would say that it was otherwise absent in my life, this idea that you have to uh, 
excrete toxins. Toxins being more than just uh, chemical. These are like emotional toxins or or uh, uh, spiritual, whatever. Just things that like uh, cancers in your whole body, whatever. In your mind, bad thoughts, bad rituals, bad behaviors, whatever. Um, but this is probably the first time where uh, it became a, a, a known thing, something I had to, I would have to carry with me for the rest of my life that I would need to purge constantly and habitually, consistently. Because purging's not just vomiting. Purging can be like crying or laughing or Shitting. like... Yeah, or sweating. Laughing? Did yeah. you say laughing? Hey? Did you say laughing? Yeah, laughing is a way to purge. Well, do you remember in our, in our ceremony, like when you just hear like the random sh- the random sounds all around the sounds were incredible of people, of people. It, it they didn't sound like people they were imitating what they, they it, the sounds coming out like the first thing that i experienced during the first of five ceremonies like we're in a room of 40 people when you when someone giggles it just creates this like wave nice wave of giggles and the whole room in a way becomes an ecosystem like say the same goes for like noises of coughing and then it all it starts is like with one person and it just becomes a thing and then another noise comes in and just or someone laughs and then other people laugh and it's just like awesome because in a way I think that also means you're relating to their experience so if, if someone next to you for example if they're like throwing up and you start feeling the nausea that means that you're relating your, your spirit's kind of relating to what they're getting out because the girl next to me um I started feeling sick when she was talking when she was vomiting and then I asked her after like were you thinking about like this? She was like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I felt that. Right. So uh, kind of the same with noises and laughter and just emitting anything. Well, I mean, and also like when you hear some people purge, you you knew exactly what the fuck they were going through. Like, it, it, or you could, you could just, that pain just translated and you just went like, fuck. Like, I remember like I'd hear, I think his name was John. Like I just hear him going, going hard at it. Who was John? Uh, the Hollywood guy. Oh, yeah. He had, like, perfect teeth. Yeah, yeah. He, uh... I just hear him, uh... Going at it. And I would just think, like, go go for it, man. Like, go hard. Get through this, bro. Like, I... I was, like, almost, like, cheering him on. <laughs> cheering his purge on. Because, like, I, I, I felt it. How about that girl that was Crazy. next to you? The yoga teacher. There was this one... She was just, like, for three ceremonies, she held a perfect meditative position. She just, like, was a statue. And I'm like, how is that happening when all this shit's happening to me? And we kind of found out that she was, like, her body was holding on so tight that on, like, the third night, after everyone was done and kind of coming down, she just lets out the biggest scream vomit I have ever heard for, like, a minute straight. And it was, like... That's where you were holding on to yeah. for three when you your body was fighting it. It was like you have to completely like surrender and just accept what's happening to you. Like she was probably in like a lot of pain or confusion when she was holding doing that. that. But that being said, like she could have done ayahuasca a couple of times before. Or she does yoga. She's probably meditated heaps. She seemed like that kind of person that she was could have been contemplating really hard, but there was something that she was holding on well, to. But well, if you fight it it stays with you. Yeah. That's the, what... Oh, yeah. That's what... And that, that, like, to say the about Cambo, I mean, like, you can't you can't hold on. It just creeps up to a point where you you reach your threshold and you have to purge. That's why I liked it because there's no way that shit could have, ha- like, handled a, a meditative <coughs> purge because her blood pressure, like, all that shit happening to her would have hit a point where it just comes out. And I love that. I love pushing my body... I felt so proud of myself after I did that. Camba. Absolutely. Yeah, like my body, so my whole body was screaming at me, hey man, you've just really pushed me to my limits. Take a day off. Yeah. And like, to go back to rest, he kept coming up to my, after the ceremony, he kept coming up to me and saying, uh, rest in like great natural peace. And I was like, fuck man, I don't think I've, I don't think I've actually rested in Properly, I think I've actually chilled. What are you doing? Alright, well, she's fucking, well, she's gone pissed. But I, uh, this is something I want to talk about anyway. Resting or relaxing or actual, uh, actually chilling out. I mean, 
I am of the opinion that most of us, and when I say most of us, I certainly was for a long time. Uh, even when I'm resting, I stress. Tell, tell me if any, uh, not, I don't know if you guys want to reach out, but seriously, if any of you relate to that, even when you are resting, you're, you're stressed or you're distracted or you're preoccupied or you're, you're not actually 100% committing to the rest. I, uh, are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Please don't leave me again. Sorry, like... Leave twice. Yeah, well, I drink more water than you. Alright, I'm talking about rest and like how I felt after that ceremony and how I actually felt like I deserved resting and how I actually did rest and how in the week after... What's up? Oh. You had a gin? Yeah, not a tonic water. Just... Oh. God, Bridge, I can't, I don't know. Um, in the week after, when I have rested, I have rested. Yeah. I have actually, I just had a bath, and I think I sunk into that bath. Like, when I've slept, I've slept, when I've woken up, I've woken up just straight into my peaking level of consciousness. None of that drowsiness, none of that, uh, that panema. Yeah. That's why they say straight after to reward yourself to like get that circuit retrained because I think it's just basically like you're tricking your body into poisoning itself like your body on the inside. You're not tricking, you do get poisoned. Okay, well you do get poisoned, but you you the tricking part comes because you on the outside of your brain knows that you're not dying, but that's not enough. This thing kind of overrides that and it does the thing to your body where it puts it in that state even though that you know that you're fine. Um, so it just, it's a huge reset on the body. It's, mm. they're like, just go do something really great after. And if that's the first thing you do, you're going to start realizing that you need to be like rewarding yourself quite, in a way. Quite often, quite consistently. Because then you burn out and then you like, even if rewarding yourself is just like saying, I, I feel good about this. Like, and giving yourself like what I was saying to you before, like that, Compliment, and oh. it's nice. Well, yeah, you still got to be humble, though. Well, no, you're just saying it to yourself. You're just like saying, like that's a good thing that you did. Well done. It was hard. Like it's it's nice to have that like in a dialogue with yourself, whereas most people just tell themselves that they're like so bad or shit or not doing enough. Well, I feel very bad for those people. Yeah. I wouldn't wish that kind of dialogue. In anyone's head. Unless they're getting married at 22, just kidding. Well, half a life. She, yeah, she, you said she was... Ha well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like she's the kind of person that's going to have a fucking midlife crisis. Well, I reckon, seriously, Bridget, I think millennials... and I, 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 You keep saying that I am one, or we are them. Technically, we, Nate, we are. No, 94 no, we, and after. We, it's not 94 there's and no, after. There's no 24 There is a little bit of 24 in here. It's not, because like Eliza Schlesinger was saying on her special, and then I went and looked it up, the brackets, it's a spectrum. That's oh. all it is. You're, like, you're still in the bracket, but it's a spectrum. And I think with each year, it does like knowingly accelerate Fine. All right. the well, symptoms. Well, I think the, uh, the, the, the millennials at the spectrum that are of this girl, caliber of this girl or worse, I think they are in for one hell of an existential crisis and I think the onset of it will be sooner than a midlife I think midlife's are normal midlife I think, crisis? Well, well sorry I don't, sorry I, I take that back I don't think any kind of crisis is normal I think if you if you are managing your life you will never have a crisis but I think the fact that the whole like mid, midlife crisis is an actual thing obviously there were people in there 50s or whatever it became a pattern people in their 50s were starting to freak out i think we're going to start seeing a, a new pattern emerging people in their mid-20s yeah. start to freak the fuck out because life isn't what the first 20 years of their life taught them well that's true i think that happens to most people at least a little bit it'll be coined something like i don't know anything about politics and politics we've got yeah. a new prime minister scomo okay, so yeah <laughs> But I didn't, I didn't know, I don't know anything that's happening because I just don't watch the news and I don't care. And that's also kind of a symptom of our generation. But like, I'm still kind of off the grid. I don't have a house yet or anything. And <clears throat> so it doesn't affect me as much. I'm, and I'm still like riding low and living my life without all of that 
shit. Like, watching the news gives me, like, so much anxiety. And I just feel like I'm not going to be doing the work I need to on my own if I'm just distracted by all of the shit that's going on. I want to say your ignorance to that kind of stuff is is actually an intelligent move. Well, yeah, like, I... Before I can... I, I can't deal with that now. Like, I'm, I'm not... Not ready for that. I'm not ready, and when, when I go out to attack it, I want to know that I can... That I have developed as a person, and I can speak about it um, in an educated way and not just say shit. Like, I'll slowly introduce that to my life as mm-hmm. I need to, as what's happening. Like... I didn't know there was a, a new prime minister for ages, and all I'm hearing from work is like the guy who could have been elected was like quote Voldemort. <laughs> or well, first they said Donald Trump, but then they said no Voldemort, as if Voldemort's worse than Donald Trump because Voldemort is a fictional character and not actually affecting the world in any way. And there was just and then but then they started saying like I think if he was like to go in power like I think they were saying something about abortions. He wanted to like stop that, and then they told me that. Only in the last four years in Ireland have abortions become legal. If you uh, were found out to get an abortion, if you had left the country um, to get an abortion, um, if you came back and they found out, you would be sentenced for longer than if you had been raped and the rapist had gone to jail. What? And this was only four years ago that they legalized abortion. So when she said that, it's like, I'm not really paying attention to like what my rights are, but I think at some point, and it's starting, I need to be knowing about that stuff. And, you know, if I became aware about, if I was in like a certain situation and I couldn't do that in my own country, I guess I would fight. But that just, that hasn't happened yet. I'm sure it will very soon. Hmm. And then you educate yourself. So yeah, like, and now who's this guy? Slow-mo? <laughs> Scott Morrison. Scoma. Scoma. So, I got it too. So mum was telling me the other day, yesterday that she she knows someone in the Shire and uh, they were like yeah, don't worry ScoMo will sort the country out and I just think that's fucking hilarious but, but, <laughs> but I mean I don't when I think of my own like when I think of ha- how do I take control of my life I don't go mm, what can the government do for me and I don't think I ever will I will take care of myself but as long as my shit get keeps getting fed out to the oceans like guys keep picking up my rubbish like their jobs people their jobs people do those jobs yeah and the government like should just be an administrative body that oversees <laughs> that and protects our borders yeah i guess yeah. i mean like yeah, but- I, they, I don't believe they deserve the amount of airtime that they get and i don't think it's something that who like I don't like pol- politicians. Oh yeah. I think it's it's quite distracting, and that's why I'm. Re- it's refreshing when I hear you say that you you don't quite pay attention to it because if it doesn't affect you, if you're if you're in the swing of your like formative like your intuitive development, why distract yourself with that shit? I mean, I also, like, do... I, I don't know. It could be a little bit ignorant that I'm not paying attention, and that is, like, a symptom of the millennial, like, ignorance and just focus on oneself, but... Focus on what you need to focus Like, I look at certain people that I may or may not be related to, and they just don't know how to handle things like stress, and it, like... They don't... They just don't realise... But they're tuned into politics, they, right? They could really... Well, yeah, they could really just take a minute to look at what's wrong with them but that's like a really hard thing to do to analyze like the issues you have on a psychological and behavioral level like these are things you've been doing for so long that you just can no longer change in it the way you change it is to be active of every time you're like doing something like getting pissed off of something very small like you have to retrain your mind and when i see people who like love talking about the news and politics but they just like get mad at the tiniest thing it's like you're a little bit fucked up and you're not actually doing that much technically for you're not interacting with the politicians you're interacting with all of us plebs so it's like you could be (laughs) you could be a little bit more chill because we're all in this together that's some woke ass shit bridge thanks mate straight up i reckon we call it there bridge it's been an hour yeah i'm ready um i'm ready to go but thank you for 
giving me a platform to use my voice. You have a beautiful voice, Bridget. Thanks, Nick. And a beautiful soul. Ah. A beautiful face. Thanks. It's very nice. What a woman. What a voice. Thanks for tuning in, guys. And remember, sort your fucking days out.